All right. Hello and welcome just to family that's giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. Today we're going to be talking about the wake-up call and not just the wake-up call, but stop waiting for the wake-up call. We're going to be talking about that today. I'm going to hand it over to my guest speaker in a moment, but I'm going to tell you about our sponsor today. Our sponsor today is Holistic Obsession. Um, the Relaxation Reset Masterclass is what they're offering you. It is $99. So go and take a look at that. Um, create the life you desire and start with the relaxation masterclass because when you start to relax, it helps you immensely. So I'm going to hand it over to our guest speaker and she can tell you more about that and what she does. So Rebecca, would you like to do the honors? Hi, hello everyone. Um, I am a certified functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and board certified holistic health practitioner. I help driven women make more money without overworking by reducing or reversing adrenal burnout and the relaxation reset. It's all about supporting your adrenal function so that you can operate at an optimal level um, and live the life that you'd like to without the symptom hijack. So it takes you out of stress mode and into relaxation mode. Which is a huge benefit, huge benefit. Um, similar uh but different is you know when when you're trying to make that change and we're talking all about that today right is making changes and not waiting for the wake-up call when you're in a position where you're not happy with where you're at or you're feeling unaligned or you know just like maybe that you're missing something right we tend to wait for like this wake-up call that says oh hey hi i'm here you have no choice but to do it right the wake up call for me is that no, you have no more choice. Like you're at your wits end. Everything has come to a culmination and you have no choice but to change. So whether that's a, you know, for physicality, if that's a physical diagnosis of something that you may be going through that you have to change your diet or your lifestyle, whatever um, relationship, right? When your relationship gets to a point where it's at that do or die moment, that's what that's that's the wake up call, right? Is when we are experiencing something he heavy, negative, that we have no choice at that point but to acknowledge the wake up call. But we don't actually need that, and that's the purpose of today's episode: is we don't need that wake up call to really make those changes. We can do that as soon as we start to notice the issues. So, um, with your relaxation. When we remove the emotional component of it, when we when we learn how to control our emotions and we learn how to relax into the here and now, you know, so we're calm and we're at like this, this pleasant state where, you know, maybe we're still a little bit stressed. Maybe we're still thinking about what's going on, but we're not like, oh, my God, I need to fix this now. Mm -hmm. That's kind of when we start to see, oh, I hadn't thought of this scenario or hadn't thought of this, or I didn't realize that I had this opportunity available to me. That's when we really start to see the different things that we can do to make those changes. Yes, I completely agree. When you are operating from a place of stress mode, it, you're like a racehorse with blinders on. You know, you're just tunnel vision, stress-based tunnel vision, overwhelmed, busy, 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 go, go, go. And there could be very simple solutions to your problems all around you, but you don't see them because you're just in this stress-based tunnel vision. And so, and when we get into that stress mode, typically the first things to go are rest and play, right? And so 
And those are the very things that are going get, to get you out of stress mode to begin with. Um, so when we think about um, transitioning out of stress mode and into relaxation mode, it literally impacts your entire life. It impacts your physical health, impacts your mental health. When you are consistently operating out of stress mode, aka fight, flight, or freeze, everything takes 10 times the effort to do, whether it's a thought, whether it's an action, but when you are operating out of relaxation mode, rest and digest, um, everything uh, is so much easier. Uh, you are in flow, right? Um, and so there, there's no point in um, having everything cost 10 times the effort to be able to do the same exact action. So if you can get out of stress mode into relaxation mode, your entire life gets easier. Yep. And not only that, when you're in that stress mode, what you're going through, what you're experiencing is, is more heightened. It's 10 mm -hmm. times as strong, right? If you are going through a period in your life where, you know, maybe you're not happy. Let, let's talk uh, off the top of my head relationship. Okay. So if you're in a relationship and again, you're not happy, you're just not feeling happy. You're, especially if you don't talk about it, if there's no change, if you don't do anything about how you're feeling, you don't communicate it, you don't any of that it's going to get worse, right? You're going to feel like it's worse. And everything kind of gets heightened to the point where everything, every little thing that your partner does is going to irritate you. And you're going to start get, getting resentful and angry. And you're going to be like, I told you not to do that. And like the whole world then becomes this huge issue. When in reality, maybe it's something that, you know, if you just communicated, hey, when you do this, it really bugs me. Can we maybe do it this way? Right. And that one you know, when you're in relax mode and you're thinking logically and maybe mm -hmm. not as emotionally, then you go, Hey, you know, this really bugs me. I'm getting really stressed out and I could really use your help. Can we do something about this? And then you have that calm, relaxed conversation. Yep. And maybe that's all it takes to remove all of that. Right. And to, and to make that change. So, um, that's one of the things I love to tell people is when you learn to control your emotions, everything changes, everything changes. Yep. Um, okay. So going back to not waiting for the wake up call, um, this is literally life changing. And, and I wish that more people understood just what the wake up call is. So you have little indications constantly that you need to make changes. If something feels hard or if something feels negative or heavy, that's for me, the negativity, the heavy emotions, the stress, the traumas that we go through, those are all little indications of, hey, we need to change. But before that, you kind of get those nudges. And we've done an episode on the nudges, but the nudges are, you know, if you're walking down the street and you think, oh, um, I really need to like stand up straight while I'm walking, right? And something as, as tiny as that could be a little nudge and, you know, maybe I shouldn't take care of my body. The universe, whether you are spiritual, whether you're religious, doesn't matter. The universe gives you signs. There are signs everywhere for you to make changes. So um, I always say it's like a, a temper tantrum, <laughs> right? So your kids come out to you. Most of us have children. So your kids come up to you and they're like, mom, really want a candy. And you're like, no, but mom, I really want a candy. No. And then that mom, I really want a candy ends up becoming, you know, slowly ends up becoming a lying on the floor, 
freaking out, kicking and screaming that they want an effing candy right now. And if you don't give it to them, it's the end of the world. That wake up call is them on the floor throwing a temper tantrum. If you had, you know, at the beginning of that, been like, okay, here's candy. And I'm not saying give in to everything. <laughs> right. Please, we are not saying that. No. Um, but at the beginning of that, if you would listen to that nudge and go, well, maybe we can compromise or maybe we could, you know, instead of giving you a candy right now, I'm going to give you a cucumber or, you know, those little mini cucumbers. I'm going to give you a mini cucumber right now. And after dinner, you can have a candy, right? And you have that conversation instead of just saying no or ignoring it, you have that little mini conversation, you change the entire outlook of that. And then you don't get the big in your face, wake up call that's temper tantrum. A thousand percent. There's that saying that is, if you don't make time for your wellness, you have to make time for your sickness. And, you know, those nudges, um, you know, I like to call them your, your symptoms, you know, symptoms are simply your body's way of communicating with you. But so often people don't do anything about it. They're not either, either, either they don't even notice they're not paying attention. They're so busy or so stressed out or so whatever, that they're not even listening to those little nudges. Right. Um, and that they wait and they wait and they wait and they wait until all of a sudden they're not functioning or they have a diagnosed condition or you need a medication now, or you need surgery now because you didn't listen the previous three months, six months, one year, five years to those little nudges to that communication from your body. Whereas if you had, if you'd listen, if you'd paid attention and started to make those small shifts over time, um, then you wouldn't have gotten to that, uh, that place of severe um, um, health to begin with. You know, if we, if we stop it from happening in the beginning, um, you know, you don't need the diagnosis. You don't need the medication. You don't need the surgery. And this is not hundred percent all the time. Sometimes things just happen, but so many people wait for the wake up call. And that's when they start actively making the changes that they need to make. And then the changes are much more complicated, much more difficult, take much more effort, time, uh, money to take care of versus if you had done it from the beginning. Yeah. One of the things that I think you and I both really wanted to mention on this episode is that it's never too early and it's never too late to start making those changes so that you avoid the wake up call, right? Preventative measures. So taking care of your emotional health, your mental health, your physical health and uh, energetic health, your spiritual health, whatever health, holistically, right? Looking at yourself as a whole and going, what do I need, right? And start mm -hmm. making that a habit. And you don't need to do this, you know, if if you don't wait for the wake up call, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna reiterate that again. <laughs> you start preventative, preventative work and you say, okay, I'm going to start making my physical health a habit. I'm going to go for a walk around the block or I'm going to, you know, have a dance party or whatever that looks like. When you start putting those little, little habits into practice and instead of becoming a habit, like instead of, you know, you having to remind yourself, what does it take 30 days for something to become a habit? So for 30 days, pick one thing and do that one thing for 30 days. And at the end of the 30 days, you just continue. And then it's, and then it becomes a habit and then you pick something else, yep. right? 
And, you know, it's like brushing your teeth. You know, our parents had to remind us every day. Somebody mentioned this, I think it was yesterday or, or a couple of days ago, I was talking to somebody and they're like, you know, when you learn to brush your teeth, it's a habit, right? Like it's literally, it becomes a habit. You have to be reminded every day for the first few years, but then it's a habit and you just automatically do it. When you start with that preventative health in every aspect of your life, in your relationships, in your mindset, in your business, your career, your finances, you start making those healthy habits for you. And and it's going to be different for everybody because it's a unique, we each need different things, right? Mm -hmm. Um, When you start making those preventative health habits, then you don't have to have the wake up call. You still will for, for larger issues or, or what have you, but how many times have we heard from, uh, I've talked to numerous people in the last two years about, you know, cancer, being diagnosed with cancer and them going, I made no time for myself before I got diagnosed for cancer. Now I make time for myself constantly. Right. So there are huge wake up calls, but normally for the people who get the huge wake up calls, they haven't put any time and effort into their own health and happiness. Yes, exactly. I was talking, having a conversation about that very thing today. You know, someone who had a an extremely stressful job um, that she um, had for years. And it wasn't until she got put in the hospital that she actually was like, oh, maybe I should start doing things differently. Right. Um, but, you know, and, and maybe it's that people don't necessarily recognize um, what some of these um, communi- ways your body's communicating with you. They just, I think so many people think it's normal to feel tired, anxious, to have insomnia, um, to have, you know, bloating, to have really bad PMS or whatever your symptoms are. People, I think, forget how good the body was designed to feel and start to feel that these symptoms are normal. I can't tell you how many times I've heard, well, I'm over 40. This is just how I'm supposed to feel. And that's so not true. It's just, we're taught that it's normal because it's, it's a normal existence for so many people. So many people are dealing with some of these chronic issues. Um, Our bodies are, are craving balance. They're craving um, homeostasis. And when we give them what they need, so often they can achieve it, you know, and that looks like rest. It looks like play. That looks like eating food that nourishes your hormones. That looks like, um, you know, kicking energy vampires to the curb. That looks like, um, doing things that delight your soul on a regular basis. You know, that uh, there's so many aspects to achieving, um, your optimal health. And, um, I think that so many people aren't purposefully not waiting for the, or waiting for the wake up call. They just don't realize they don't realize that the way they feel is not the way they are meant to feel. Yeah. Uh, my mother-in-law is in her late seventies, uh, coming up to her eighties and that woman is like active and healthy and you know, she eats well and she's active and she goes for a walk just about every day that she can she goes and does her own shop. Like she's very um, healthy. Um, And in today's society, she's very healthy for her age. 
very active, very, you know, like we went out and we did gardening for, you know, the weekends because it's Mother's Day weekend. We did gardening. We went Mm -hmm. to the nurseries and bought what we needed and it was go, go, go. Right. And then we all had a nice relaxing evening and you're right. Like we don't, you look at kids when we, most of us have kids or were kids, all of us were kids. (laughs) Um, And you look at how you were as a kid. I remember I was go, 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 constantly go. My parents, you know, fed me decently. I was constantly outside in the fresh air, you know, doing things, riding my bike. And I wasn't tired unless I had like done excessive physical activity or until it was the end of the day. And even then, you know, I didn't want to go to bed because I was still like, I still had the energy. I was still going, going, going. Our bodies are like meant to be that way, right? We're meant to be physically active. We're meant to have uh, emotional, physical, mental stimulus that allow us to go through our day to, you know, but we do need to feed that. Like you mentioned about nutrition, we did an episode on nutrition isn't a bad word the other day, because it really isn't your body needs certain things to be be happy and healthy your your nutrition and your emotional and mental health they're all tied together with your physical health everything is tied together that's why we talk about holistic right you have a holistic obsession holistic Mm -hmm. is in everything mind body spirit energy all of it and when we put that as a whole and go how am I helping myself or how am I hindering myself you really start to kind of identify okay well there's a nudge there's a nudge. Maybe I should work a little bit more on this. And it it feels overwhelming at first, especially for somebody who doesn't do any of it. Mm-hmm. But baby steps, right? Taking, you know, the breathing technique and start putting your body into a relaxed, relaxed state, um, going for a walk or having a dance party, or, you know, just making sure that you're standing every hour. We had somebody on talking about standing every hour, right? Instead of lying down or sitting down all day. Um, and just giving yourself what you need. Yep. Uh, I think that, um, that there's that concept, I think, uh, by James Clear, I love his, his book about making habits. And he says, you know, just focus on getting 1% better every day. I think where the, a lot of the overwhelm comes in, like you mentioned is, is, is when you try to make way too many lifestyle shifts at one time, like, go from zero to a hundred, you know, in two weeks, that's not realistic for most people, but I feel like maybe society or all these gurus out there on social media that say, oh yeah, you have to do all these things and you have to do them now. Right. But that's not realistic for most people. Most people have a lot of things going on in their lives. So exactly like you said before, choose one thing, whether it's nutrition, whether it's movement, whether it's getting to bed earlier, drinking more water, you know, adding, you know, a colorful vegetable to your diet. Um, you know, maybe it's, um, spending 10 minutes in the sunshine every day, whatever that is, choose one thing, get really good at it. Choose another thing, get really good at it because 1% better every day equals massive change in a year. It doesn't have to be, oh my gosh, I have to make this huge life overhaul in 30 days because no one's going to do that. And it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. And you have to really want to do it, right? It's, Mm -hmm. what do they say? Um, A smart man learns from his mistakes. A wise man learns from others, right? And Mm -hmm. I think that most of us, 
in, in society these days as human beings, most of us wait for the wake up call. Most of us don't think it can happen to us. Most of us think, oh, that, you know, I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it or anything along those lines. But again, when we start to take preventative measures, right? I I'm hitting 40 this year. I I'm literally 40 years old this year. And I look at my mother-in-law who is 80 this year. And I'm like, that's how I want to be in 40 years. The way I'm going, I'm not going to be there in 40 years, right? I'm not eating healthy. I'm not drinking healthy. I am, you know, a smoker who just went from smoking for the last 30 years to now vaping, right? Just to get a little bit closer to not smoking at all, right? Um, and so making those small habit changes. And, you know, my kid who introduced me to smoking, he's like, mom, you, you either have to do it or not do it. And I'm like, no, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it my way. And I chose to do it my way. And what I did was I had still bought cigarettes. I had cigarettes at home, but I slowly switched, right? It wasn't like a, oh my God, I have to do it all right now. It was, no, I slowly switched. And then it was like, I haven't had a cigarette in three weeks, um, four weeks now. Right. And I'm exclusively vaping because I didn't want to stink anymore. I didn't like, I didn't want any of that anymore. Mm -hmm. And now I'm noticing I'm not vaping as much now. Right. And so slowly I will get rid of that as well. And then no more cigarettes, no more nicotine. It's, you know, and then I'm going to pick something else and I'm going to do that. And, you know, it's, I don't want to get to a point where I have no choice, but to do it. I want to be 80 years old. I want to be healthy physically. I want to be healthy mentally, emotionally, um, energetically. I want to be able to enjoy my grandchildren when I have them. I want to enjoy my eighties, nineties, you know, like I want to be that person who gets to choose and gets to experience. I don't want to end up in a home. I I want to live on my own until I'm like until I can't anymore, right? Until old age decides to take me down. Whatever that, whatever that looks like. But I think for me it's making that choice. It's understanding mm-hmm. that if I looking at everybody else in my life, looking at the people that I've known, my family, my friends, their grandparents and parents, and looking at that and going, you know, I could be smart and learn from my lessons, but why don't I be wise and learn from theirs? I want to end up healthy. I want yeah. to choose now what I'm going to look like in 40 years. That's that I want to be there in 40 years. Yeah. And I, I need to make the choices to get there. Well, and, and what you just said. I need to make the choice, you know, so often as a parent, you're making the choice for your kids, you know, especially when they're, they're little itty bitty. Right. Um, but it cannot be a situation as as an adult, especially where someone's trying to convince you of something you need to decide for yourself. I'm drawing the line. Like you did with the smoking. I'm drawing the line in a sand. I am choosing not to do this anymore. And sometimes when you're shifting a habit or shifting, you know, making a lifestyle change, it can be easy to focus on what you're giving up instead of what you're gaining. So, you know, one of the tips to um, creating those new habits and shifting into better lifestyle changes is focusing on what you're gaining. You know, maybe I'm, I'm losing the sugar, but what am I gaining? 
you know, better blood sugar, um, you know, um, better blood sugar balance, fewer headaches, more sustainable energy, no more, you know, highs and lows and crashes. Or maybe you think, oh, I really need to get in bed earlier. I've been going to bed at like one in the morning every night, but I'm waking up exhausted, but that's my me time. And I don't want to necessarily give, give that up, but, you know, getting in bed an hour earlier, what are you giving up an hour of whatever kind of fun activity you were doing? Um, in the, in the wee hours, what you're gaining is a much better day the next day because you're rested, which impacts your mood, your energy, your cognitive function, it impacts everything. So I think when we can make that shift from away from focusing on what we're giving up or what we're leaving behind into what you're getting, I think it can really help with motivation, um, with momentum and with long-term consistency you know, because it's those little changes you may not feel like at the time, well, it's, is it really doing that much, but it is, and it can, you know, it doesn't have to be all of a sudden, you know, I'm eating, you know, paleo for the rest of my life, you know, again, add one colorful vegetable in a month, one, right. Or, you know, stop eating sugar, you know, five out of seven days or whatever it looks like. Um, but here's what I know to be true because I've seen it over and over and over with my clients is that if you start now, if you start now before you end up um, with something extremely serious, um, those little shifts are so, it's just so much easier to do. It's so much easier to do um, versus all of a sudden like, okay, now you're a diabetic and now you need medication, right? Or, you know, now you have cancer or now you have an autoimmune disease, right? That's so much harder to fix. It's so much harder to fix. Yep. And you are absolutely right. Because how many adults um, experience type 2 diabetes? If you, and, and then you have to deny yourself the sugar, right? Instead of, you know, moderating how much sugar you're taking, now you have to deny yourself it. Everything, yeah. like you have to bake without sugar. You have to, you know, and it gets to that point where it's like, now you actually have to deny yourself things. Mm -hmm. You're not denying yourself sugar. If you, I drink Pepsi 24 seven, that's all I drink. I'm horrible. I know eventually I will be, you know, fixing that again. But for now, that's what I do. Now, if I look at it like, oh, well, then I don't get to drink my favorite drink, right? And, and focusing on what I'm taking away, I'm, I get to think, oh, well, then maybe I'm not going to end up a diabetic and maybe yeah. I can still have Pepsi just maybe in Slurpee form once a month it, rather than every day. Maybe I can have, you know, diet or just change my habits so that mm -hmm. things work better. And I don't get to that point. I don't have to have that wake up call where it's like now I have no choice nobody likes feeling like they don't have control. And I think mm -hmm. that's one of the things we forget is right now where we're at, we have control. We get to control what our habits are. We get to control where our life is going and how it's going to look. And we get to make those decisions. When we decide not to wait for that wake up call, we're keeping our control. We're keeping our power. But if you wait until that wake up call to make whatever change it is that you need to make, that wake up call is going to take your control and then you have none. Yep. yep. And that's 
Nobody wants that. So take that as the motivation. Get angry. Say, I don't want to give up my control. I don't want to give up everything in my life because I have no choice. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what I need to do now. And I'm going to keep my control. I'm going to take ownership and power over my life and the accountability and responsibility that this is my life. Yeah. I love that so much that, that it's not about, um, you know, giving up everything that you want, right. Or everything that you like, um, until you have to. Um, and, and I think people can, um, I don't, I wouldn't say that, that people are, are, are lazy or that they don't want to. I think sometimes it's that they don't know how they don't know where to start. Um, and so what I would encourage people to do is find, um, you know, pay attention to your body and what is the one symptom like your biggest symptom that you're dealing with on a regular basis? Is it fatigue? You know, is it, is it insomnia? Is it anxiety? Is it bloating? Like, what is it? And start making those little changes because, you know, when you, we talk about taking control, taking your power back, we give these things our power, you know, on a daily basis where sugar controls us or smoking controls us or um, stress controls us, right? And I think we can forget how much power we really have. And we have been disempowered by the habits we have created. We have allowed those habits to disempower us. And part of it is exactly what you said, taking your power back, owning it and being empowered to make those shifts versus letting those habits disempower you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going? Um, I mean, I can talk about this stuff all day long. It's so much fun, but I would just encourage people to, like you said, start with one thing, get really good at it, choose another thing, get really good at it. And before you know it, your life can change in dramatic ways. Yeah. Stop waiting for the wake up call. You don't need it. Wake up today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Take control. Take your control back. All right. Exactly. Um, so for anybody watching, our sponsor again today is Holistic Obsession. Go and check it out. It is Becca's company, and she is offering you the Relaxation Reset Masterclass for $99. Link in the description. So go and check it out. If you want to connect with Becca at any point, her links are in the description of this episode. You can find her, you can reach out to her, you can follow her um, and go and check out what she talks about because why not? She's amazing and you should. Um, For anybody else, uh, if you want to be a guest speaker, if you want to be a guest blogger, or if you want to see your company sponsored big and bold on our platforms join us at justalivetv.com like follow and share thank you so much becca for joining me today thank you so much for having me was it was a lot of fun it absolutely was all right go and check her out i will see all of you on the next episode i hope you have a wonderful afternoon morning or evening and i'm melissa crutchler your host and i will see you next time